brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeta here with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. We are thrilled to be with uh, you this morning. Everybody listening on WNDZ and seven, on that 7.50 a.m. on your radio dial, and all those who are watching the live stream on YouTube at Catholic Chicago, which is the account for the Archdiocese of Chicago. So we've got a, we've got a big topic today um, uh, on domestic violence. Catholic Charities Domestic Violence Programs provide women and children with the tools they need to recover from family violence and plan for a safer, happier future. Domestic violence statistics are difficult to confirm, partly because many incidents are not reported. However, we know a couple of things. According to the Illinois Coalition Against Domestic Violence, domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women in the United States. A woman is beaten every 15 seconds. The impact on family members, especially children, is significant and long-lasting. Domestic violence incidents happen to victims of all races, ages, ethnic backgrounds, religions, and socioeconomic statuses. Assault estimates on women partners range from approximately 2 million to 4 million annually in the United States. And besides physical injuries, domestic violence can lead to a number of mental health issues, such as depression, anxiety, panic attacks, substance abuse, and post-traumatic stress disorder. So Catholic Charities has been addressing this very serious issue for many years. Um, we have both uh, two transitional housing residences, and we also have comprehensive care coordination that helps victims obtain the help they need as quickly as and effectively as possible. Today, we welcome, we welcome Aida Segura, who is Program Director for Catholic Charities House of Peace in Lake County. And we look forward to hearing from Aida how Catholic Charities and other community partners are working to help reduce family violence in Illinois and help victims recover. Welcome, Aida. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thanks, uh, so, thanks so much for being with us today. Absolutely. Um, Aida, Phil Zapata here. Um, a, a little bit of a preamble before I, I get to a, a, a question. As you know, according to the Attorney General's Office for the State of Illinois, domestic violence is a crime committed by anyone who hits, chokes, kicks, threatens, harasses, or interferes with the personal liberty of another family or household member. And under Illinois law, family or a household members are defined as uh, people who are married or used to be married, people who share or used to share a home, apartment, or other common dwelling, people who have allegedly, uh, people who have allegedly, people who ha have or allegedly have children in common, or a blood relationship through a child in common, people who are dating or engaged or used to date, including teenagers and same-sex couples, and people with disabilities and their personal assistance. So it's good to kind of set that frame of who's falling within this realm. Um, so Aida, the, the definition is broad, right, as, as to who can be involved in a domestic violence incident. 
that makes every case you deal with very personal and individualized. Talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. And uh, Phil, what you said is very true. Um, in domestic violence assessment situations, we take each individual case as it's unique. Um, and also our first approach is to understand that uniqueness, that situation, you know, there's many different situations that would define domestic violence. And like you said, not just physical, emotional, mental, but also financial. So um, it's very important to keep an open mind and a, a receptivity, an empathy and an unconditional acceptance so that we can learn and hear the, the true story uh, behind this unfortunate suffering of so many families. Right. And so, Aida, what are the services that you provide to victims at the House of Peace in Lake County? Well, uh, the House of Peace has been a, a true blessing for that community, especially the Latino families, um, because it's been able to provide is one of the very unique aspects of this program, complete uh, uh, services, not just uh, in English, but in Spanish, and with a culturally sensitivity necessary to understand the complexity of some of our clientele. So we've learned quite a bit in this journey. The House of Peace has been uh, serving the Lake County community for 12 years. And um, the services that we provide, of course, is first of all, um, the uh, intentional community that has as a purpose, as a mission to heal, to empower and to sustain the good new habits that we learn um, in order to uh, stop violence, to learn to twist it out of ourselves, but also to respond uh, with a, you know, a, a healthy stand as community um, to transform our world in a place for peace and not for violence. So um, we provide counseling, we provide a six month transitional stay in a very intimate home-like atmosphere in which women develop a true sisterhood. Uh, besides that, um, there is definitely a, you know, uh, core values that are fostered in this six months of a stay. You know, we believe that it's very important to have a mutual commitment to grow, not just for the women, but also for the accompaniments, uh, for all the, all of, of us professionals and uh, volunteers and people assisting in this journey to be able to grow in this, you know, mutual commitment to peace. And so, um, it's very uh, empowering to um, to do this with others. This is a community effort. So it's very essential that we um, walk together to find solutions to this problem because it's not just a, an individual problem. It's also, unfortunately, a social problem. And it's, a, it's something that calls us all to take a stand. <clears throat> we also provide uh, art and therapy and art uh, teaching um, that is in a beautiful, one of the most extraordinary offerings of House of Peace is to see the amazing production of art that really is a reflection of um, this very um, profound transformation that takes place in this six month stay on the program. So um, 
we have tutoring and uh, mentoring and we have the involvement of the community and uh, coaching and accompanying and uh, taking people from their with you know hand to hand towards a um, a different place uh, to live in the sense of you know uh, learning new ways of responding to to situations that has the intention of stripping all of that violence, all, all that toxicity from our lives. And because we're a faith community, faith is a tremendous, uh, you know, source of strength and resilience. And also is something that we foster um, and that we feel like it's an essential element and uh, providing that, um, that culture, that microculture, uh, of uh, love and transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, Aida, you painted such a beautiful picture of, of this accompaniment that, that you and the other uh, caseworkers that are that are working in, at the House of Peace do. It's it's just so dynamic and, and so thoughtful. Um, give us an idea of, of the volume of, of, of victims and families that are currently residing at the House of Peace. Um, and then take us through what, what the first steps might be when you're welcoming a new family into this environment. Sure. Well, um, uh, the House of Peace, like I said, it's a six-month stay. So when we, um, when we talk about House of Peace, we took really a, a program of rehabilitation almost, a program of recommitting to um, our um, healthy life. So women have to be ready to make this decision. Uh, this is not like a, you know, an easy decision. It requires profound discernment. So part of the approach that we have at the House of Peace is to, um, to basically um, listen first to the story of each individual women and their family and to um, discern together and help women to arrive to a decision that they feel ready to do. We work with women in many different kinds of situations, women that are ready to leave, women that are not ready to leave, women that, you know, are contemplating, but still have a lot of considerations. It's a really tough decision, and we respect absolutely uh, this uh, spectrum of readiness. And so first uh, approach is usually a very, you know, profound encounter of listening and understanding, and also take the steps to help women to come to their own decision. And for that, she has to participate in coming to the program, meeting with us for counseling, also coming to our support group, which is the Phoenix group, which is an essential element in our community um, response to domestic violence, because is is the group, the community, of all the women who have already come around and have been able to um, basically model new ways and uh, you know new ways of growing, new ways of uh, changing, and uh, transforming uh, you know their their family lives into you know uh, places where there is um, love and where there is uh, care and safety. So um, we. Uh, connect basically the women to the resources that we have to help these women make her decision when she's ready to leave. Um, We don't want to ever press or push or do something that is not there. It has to come from a a space of readiness, a space of being, you know, um, 
decided within oneself that this is the the next step to take. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Aida, it, thank you for for that 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 comprehensive answer. It's an important distinction to make that that Catholic Charities does not offer immediate shelter for victims, right? Who who suddenly have to leave their homes. We refer people looking for immediate assistance to nine one one and other partners and other domestic violence uh, shelters if needed, and then we meet them to begin the case management services um, to talk, to see if they, they, they fit and they're a candidate for one of our two residences to develop that recovery and that plan for a new future. And I, I'm right to, to say that, correct? Exactly. Yes. So basically what uh, I think as Catholic Charities, House of Peace and our, my personal uh, learning in this, uh, you know, 12 years of journeying with these women is that um, we have a lot more to offer when we are able to provide, you know, uh, a l- longer term of recovery. You know, uh, six month stay gives us kind of a a nice time, you know, a good six month in which we can actually uh, program, you know, capacities and opportunities for women to deal, first of all, with the healing aspects of it, you know, to heal the wounds of this uh, unfortunate uh, situation in their lives, to work through the trauma, you know, so be trauma-informed, help us to provide those resources for women, that companionship, that, you know, intimate space of healing, and then empowering because we want to provide them with tools to basically uh, rebuild their lives, you know, so that means jobs, that means, um, you know, education, that means uh, perhaps children's, uh, you know, children being um, in in a new environment, uh, relocation, etc. So um, women um, work very diligently uh, at obtaining these new skills. And um, in an emergency type of shelter is very different. You know, it's kind of a one, you know, sort of people come in and out, come in and out. And I think the choice of offering a transitional program provides women with a lot more um, opportunity to really work deeply on this transformation. And finally, you know, after the empowering the aspects of, you know, providing them with those tools and 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 and, and see them develop them during this six month stay, we um, support the sustainability of the good changes they began. So that's where the aftercare, the Phoenix program comes in as an intentional community that sustain those changes and the, you know, that becomes sort of a point of reference for these women in recovery. So, and all of a sudden we have women modeling to each other, you know, a new way of being, a new mentality also, and uh, a way also to share, like I said, you know, the, the strengths that they have uh, developed during this time in the program. So there's a, you know, a cohesiveness, there's definitely that phase dimension that, you know, it's very important to them. There's definitely their the parenting becoming a lot more um, effective and a lot more, uh, you know, nurturing for for the children. So Aida, you're painting such a, a dramatic, beautiful picture again, and I've said this, of this accompaniment and of this work that, that you and the teams do. We have plenty more questions for you. We're going to throw it to break right now, and we'll talk a little bit more 
um, with Aida Segura after this break. You're listening to The Voice of Charity on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., or if you're listening or watching on YouTube, our live stream uh, at Catholic Chicago. Thanks for, so much, and stick around. Charities invites you to First Look for Charity, an extraordinary black tie evening at McCormick Place on Friday, February 10th. Enjoy an elegant private reception and be among the first to explore the latest in automotive innovation at the Chicago Auto Show. Your ticket also gives you the chance to win either a 2023 Honda CRV or a 2023 Subaru Crosstech. As you register, please select Catholic Charities so a portion of your ticket purchase benefits those we serve. Join us at First Look for Charity on Friday, February 10th. Visit catholiccharities.net to get your tickets today. People always say, how can you spend your day with three-year-olds? Seeing the changes that they go through and just the journey and how they grow, this is a very rewarding job. Even though at the end of the day, we're not the highest paid people on earth. And when I have a parent contact me and say, my child loves school, that to me, I'm setting that foundation for their love of learning. Because really, you are changing lives. You are molding lives. Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. For more than 20 years, Catholic Charities Adult Protective Services has been advocating for seniors who are the victims of abuse, neglect, confinement, or financial exploitation. With our partners at local, city, and state agencies, our trained case managers follow through on every concern that is brought to our attention in a cooperative way to ensure that our seniors are safe and protected. According to the Illinois Department on Aging, last year nearly 21,000 cases of elder abuse were reported in Illinois. Of these, only 5% were reported by seniors themselves. So raising awareness is an important part of this issue. If you are concerned about a senior you know, call 800-252-8966. That's 800-252-8966. With your help, we can stop elder abuse and look out for the seniors in our lives. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeta here with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. We are talking to Aida Segura of the House of Peace, a Catholic Charities program for uh, domestic violence. We are 
thrilled to have her with us. She's painting such a, lo- a lovely picture and portrait of our work um, with uh, survivors of domestic violence. Um, a couple of things to note here that are important. Um, right now, um, Aida tells us that the House of Peace is at, is at full capacity with six families that they're working with. And last year, in our fiscal year, um, uh, uh, 2022, the House of Peace and um, the House of the Good Shepherd, our other domestic violence um, transitional residence program, uh, had nearly 100 uh, clients. So definitely the need is out there, and that's just the touch that we have. There's so much more that's, that's prevalent. And recognizing that that touch requires great personalization at the, at the very much at the human level. So with mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, uh, Aida, you know, what types of activities do you encourage victims and their families to find support in and find that commonality with, with other victims? Well, uh, you know, La House of Peace is a home. So just the, the act of, of coexisting together, living, and empowering um, opportunity to make decisions on their own home is such an affirming way of beginning their recovery. Uh, women uh, suffering of domestic violence or anybody suffering of domestic violence, we understand that unfortunate as an issue of power and control. So returning that control and that capacity to make decisions is very essential. So the community becomes this uh, place where this um, new attitudes, you know, are able to um, be practiced. In other words, women make decisions in their home. They organize themselves for taking cooking shifts, cleaning their home, organizing, taking uh, turns, caring with and, and doing activities with their own children. And so the community of the house becomes this very dynamic place where women um, share with each other, you know, decision making, um, uh, decision making um, situations that give them bit by bit control back into their lives. Um, they also participate in the Phoenix program every week, which takes place every Tuesday from six to eight thirty. And in this Phoenix program, there's usually a you know a, a pattern that we follow. Um, it's a very holistic program, so it starts with something that incorporates the. Uh, the attention to the body, you know, women suffering from trauma and children also suffering from trauma. A lot of it, it gets carried on the body. So we have a physical activity, whether it's Zumba, yoga, whether it's aerobics, something that helps people connect with our bodies. So Phoenix start with that. And then after that, the children have their own sort of Montessori type of recreation program with the intention of basically provide um, Again, close, very personalized accompaniment to these children as they themselves unfold into this space of safety and love. And we um, are very blessed to have volunteers from Loyola Academy and from Crystal Ray High School that come every week to provide us with that, um, you know, close uh, mentorship 
uh, with children of all our ages. And then the women have a topic, a topic that is educational in nature, but it, it's also very therapeutic without being clinical necessarily. You know, um, we have presenters from the community. We partner with so many different organizations. You know, Candel is one uh, example of it. Um, we partner also with uh, ACES uh, for things regarding legal issues. Um, and so we have lawyers, nurses, psychologists come in and basically presenting a topic of interest and information and education for these moms. So um, that's a very important participation in this uh, community and it helps women to connect with each other and to broaden their network of um, you know, connectivity and uh, and opportunities. For instance, when they are starting to look for a job, you know, many of these women help each other find the perfect job or the perfect match or or an opportunity to start something. And um, you know, from getting rights with somebody who works in the same factory or getting an opportunity on an uh, you know at a restaurant or whatever it is that they are, you know, the community becomes such an essential. Um, factor and all the aspects of this recovery one is the whole processing of you know like i said and that intimate space to be able to take control back in their lives of uh, the community also and in informing and educating not just the women but the children and finally connecting it with a wider uh, set of uh, you know, uh, partners in the community and other organizations that will help these women sort of reestablishing, um, uh, you know, a path to recovery and taking their lives, uh, you know, uh, in their hands. Aida, you've painted such a beautiful picture of the networking and the partnership and the teamwork that takes place to help these women. Um, we are blessed to have with us a client of the House of Peace. Uh, Sarah He is also on the phone line and um, Aida is gonna uh, help us with a, a bit of translation. But we wonder in the short time we have left, um, Sarah He, could you please, I know it's probably very difficult for talking about your experience, but we're wondering if you could please share with us what your circumstances were that brought you to Catholic Charities and, and how the House's House of Peace has helped you convalesce and recover and, and plan for your future. Sarai, buenos días. Uh, yo voy a ayudar a, a traducir. A la pregunta que nos a, a, te están haciendo dice que qué es lo que te llevó a iniciar tu llamada de ayuda a la Casa de la Paz y de Caridades Católicas. Eh, so, si quieres contestar primero eso. Buenos días a todos. Ok, lo que me llevó a, a llamarse a, es el querer el cambio para mi vida y para mis hijas en el estilo de vida que llevaba y no quería que hubiese más violencia en nuestras vidas. Antes de buscar ayuda, pues eh, empecé en Casa de, de la Paz a tomar terapias y consejería sobre violencia doméstica con la señora Ida y también me invitaron a participar en el grupo Phoenix. Gracias, Sarai. Voy a traducir ahorita un ratito. So, Sarai, what she's saying is what it called, well, you know, led her to call House of Peace for Help from Catholic Charities was that she uh, didn't want to continue living the lifestyle where violence was so present in her family. Uh, but before actually getting the help of House of Peace, she began 
her involvement by receiving domestic violence counseling, um, you know, with me at that time, but also to participate in the Phoenix group. So she approached us first by, you know, taking smaller steps towards making that decision. Uh, la otra pregunta, Saraí, que te están haciendo es, um, ¿qué es lo que, uh, eh, supiste que, no, ¿cómo, cómo supiste que tenías que dejar la relación, no? De abuso, okay. ¿cómo lo supiste? Uh -huh. Uh, okay, Aida, I'm sorry to say uh, I'm going to have to interrupt you only because we're running out of time. Um, we found okay. this topic to be so fascinating Incredibly. today. And we'd like to invite you both back on the show to continue the conversation. If you'll uh, bear with us after the show, we'll reach out and, and find another date really soon uh, to have you both back on the show. Is that okay? Sure. Wonderful. Please thank Sarahi uh, for her time, and we thank you as well uh, for your dedication to helping each woman recover and plan a better future for herself. Uh, we're, you're doing wonderful work, and uh, like I said, we'd love to explore this uh, another time very soon, okay? Sounds good. Thank, thank, you, thank for, you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you We're so sorry much. we ran out of time, and uh, we invite all of you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Zapata, and we thank you as always for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.